0: Hi there and welcome to episode 115 where I'm going to talk about Ayurveda, the science of prevention and the four goals of life. And these are connected because Ayurveda tells us that health is the root of everything and is the foundation necessary to achieve the four goals of life. So please stay tuned. welcome to Elements of Ayurveda, empowering wisdom of life. I'm your host, Colette, and in this podcast, I hope to empower you to take charge of your own health by sharing the holistic teachings of Ayurveda, the ancient healing tradition from India. We will also discuss topics like health and wellness, nutrition, yoga, fitness, meditation, breathwork, and much more, as well as interviewing lots of inspiring people along the way. My humble wish is to help you to connect to your true nature, to Mother Nature, and to each other. If you like the content, be sure to subscribe to the show, and the new episodes will automatically download for you to enjoy. If you're new to Ayurveda, I recommend you listen to the first couple of episodes where I do an introduction to Ayurveda and the mind-body types. I've also set up a Facebook group for us to connect and to support each other. And I'd love for you to join me over at Elements of Ayurveda podcast group. And now here's the show. Hello, hello, and thank you for tuning in today. I'm going to start, as I mentioned in the intro, talking about the science of Ayurvedic prevention, and then we're going to go on to talk about the four goals of life. So we're going to dive straight into Ayurvedic prevention, first of all, and this is called the science of Shwashta Vrita, and let's break this down a little bit. Shwa means self, and sta means establish. So Shwashta means to establish the self. And then Vrita means science or information. And again, pardon my Sanskrit pronunciation if it's not good. Again, doing my best. So Swashta Vrita is to establish ourselves in our unique mind-body type and living in accordance with our true nature. It's to do our self-study. And as I've said before, what better study to undertake than the study of your own unique mind-body type so that we can understand how to keep ourselves in balance, prevent aggravation of the doshas, and in turn, prevent illness and disease in the body and mind. By understanding our unique mind-body type, our tendencies of aggravation, our strengths, our weaknesses, etc., we are setting ourselves up for a life in which we can thrive. Now, in the West, our medical system has amazing advances in technology, but it is really was set up to treat the manifestation of disease. We oftentimes feel something is off in our body or mind well in advance of a diagnosis. And I know so many of us have heard or experienced ourselves, people going through tests and nothing showing up as it was too early in the disease process for the imbalance to show up in the blood tests, etc., I've talked in detail about the six stages of disease in episode number 64, which I highly recommend that you listen to if you haven't done so already, as this information from Ayurveda is amazing about how an aggravation of a dosha, if left unchecked, can manifest into a disease. It really is kind of crazy that we have this current system in the West that not only waits until a disease manifests before taking steps to do anything about it, but also a system that results in us outsourcing our health and not taking responsibility for what we're doing day in, day out to affect our health. And that we also have a system which reduces our healthcare into different body parts rather than a holistic system. So when we think of it now, all that we know, it is kind of crazy. And thankfully, slowly it's changing, but it's going to be a slow process to change mainstream medicine. And I'm not even going to talk about the scary path of health insurance. Now, I say this not to scare you or stress you out, but it's really just a reality check to say that we have to change the way we think about our healthcare and take charge of this situation. And that is to take responsibility for our own healthcare. And this means being accountable for what we're putting in our body, on our body, what we're taking in through our senses, in that who are we spending time with? What are we watching? What are we listening to? What are we reading? What is our work environment like? Our home environment? Our relationships? What is our lifestyle like? Are we tuning in with nature? We have to look at all these areas, as it all affects our health. Now, while I'm not talking about taking dramatic steps, which will cause stress to you and others around you, but thinking about what small steps you can take to make your life less stressful, more healthy, more in tune with nature, and more conscious. And this is how we prevent aggravation of the joshas, and in turn, how we prevent disease. Health will manifest when we begin to live in alignment with nature and with our true nature. Now this true nature I'm referring to is our unique blueprint. It's our unique mind-body type along with our special talents or skill sets or passions that need to be manifested in this world in order for us to thrive and to be a part of the greater consciousness of life. The old school thought is that our health is determined by our genes and that we don't really have any say in the matter. However, now we understand via the science of epigenetics that our genes are not fixed and that we do have the power to turn them on or off via food, lifestyle, relationships, environment, routines, etc. Our body is self-healing. We just need to give it the right environment in which to thrive. So what does it mean to thrive? Well, according to Ayurveda, a healthy person or a person who's thriving has balance in the doshas of vata, pitta and kapha. The agni or digestive fire is working well. And that means that you're digesting food efficiently with no excessive gas, excessive bloating, burping, pain or discomfort. The person has healthy tissues of the body. The person is eliminating daily with ease. The person has clarity of the senses, clarity of the mind, and peace of mind, and is living in harmony with their true nature. You can see that good health in Ayurveda is a harmony and balance between the body, mind, and soul. So we talk a lot on this podcast about prevention, about doing your regular cleansing, understanding your unique mind-body type, about bringing in your chari or daily self-care practices. So what Ayurveda is telling us is to put all these things in place so that we can continue on this journey of life. Ayurveda tells us that health is the root of everything and is the foundation necessary to achieve the four goals of life, also known as Purusharta. So let's continue now on talking about these four goals of life. The four goals are Kama, Artha, Dharma, and Moksha. Now, Kama translates to activities or pleasure. Artha translates to money or prosperity. Dharma has several translations, but two of them are purpose and service and moksha is liberation or non-attachment. So let's go in and break each of these down now. Kama, spelled K-A-M-A, is the pursuit of pleasure via the senses. So for example, most of us love the sweet taste. It's pleasurable, and when it comes from a healthy source, it helps to build the tissues in the body, which is essential for our health. Seeking pleasure via the senses, however, can get hijacked by the negative ego. I don't really want to call it negative anymore. I'm going to call it the little ego from now on. So the seeking pleasure via our senses can get hijacked by the little ego, which can push the desire to overindulge in pleasure in order to avoid pain and suffering and can become attached to that pleasure. So this can result in a rajasic quality of the mind, and the overindulgence can lead to suffering. And this could result in addictions, for example, to alcohol, drugs, food, or sex. Now, because the senses and the little ego are unable to discern what is the right amount of pleasure, this is where we have to have awareness to keep our physical and mental constitution in balance and take responsibility for our actions. As we continue on the path of Ayurveda and yoga, we are constantly reminded via our daily dinacharya, our daily self-care practices, that we have a higher purpose, and our goal is to live in accordance with our true nature. These daily rituals help to keep us on track. When we experience kama in moderation, we experience joy and the beauty of the sensory experience, because of our heightened awareness, we take pleasure in the simple things in life, like being in nature. So that's comma, the first goal of life. The second one is Artha. And Artha is spelled A-R-T-H-A. And this translates to money or prosperity. And making money to acquire possessions and the pursuit of wealth. Now we all require money for survival. However, there's a high risk of overindulgence here, also with the little ego. When we become attached to our possessions and wealth, this is what can lead to suffering and the fear then of losing them. So we accumulate all this wealth and all this fancy possessions, and that then comes in the fear, oh my goodness, what if I lose them? So you're constantly attached to these material goods. This fear can lead to wrongful actions in order to maintain or accumulate prosperity that goes against our true nature. These wrongful actions will result in karma, and we all know that karma is the law of cause and effect. This is where we require self-awareness not to become greedy and possessive. A daily connection to our true nature is necessary in order to regulate the tendencies of the little ego to overindulge. Having the awareness that having more does not equal happiness. Happiness comes with contentment with what we have. And when we are content with what we have, we're happier and we're more at peace. So that's Artha, the second goal of life. And the third one is Dharma, spelled D-H-A-R-M-A. Now, as I said earlier, Dharma has many translations, some of which are following a universal code of conduct, carrying out your duty or service that's in alignment with nature's law. It's carrying out your purpose in this world that's in alignment with your true nature and mother nature. We often see the little ego take hold in the work environment as people pursue wealth and power, becoming attached to material things and status. There's often a discontentment that they never have enough. This can lead to an aggravated rajasic mindset, resulting in greed, power, and control at all costs, and of course, turning away from their true nature. When people live in accordance with their true nature, and in service of their higher calling, their dharma, there is humility, as their ego is kept in check with the understanding that they are a vessel through which the gift is flowing, that the gift is not them, they're just the vessel through which it flows, and it's coming from a higher source. And it's their dharma to express this gift and manifest it into the world for the greater collective consciousness. So this is the journey that we're on with Ayurveda and yoga to bring ourselves into balance physically and mentally so that we have awareness to discover our unique gifts and purpose with the innate understanding when we follow this path we will be of service and thrive in life as a result. And our needs will be met because we're following our true nature. That was Dharma, the third goal of life. And the final one is Moksha. M-O-K-S-H-A. And this means non-attachment or liberation. Now, Ayurveda considers liberation to be the prime goal in life. Moksha requires a letting go of our attachments to people, things and letting go of our need to receive anything in return for our actions. Example, material gain, praise, recognition, enlightenment, etc. This requires the little egos letting go of all attachment and desires. Once we let go of these attachments, we are free. It's when we reach the point where we are happy with, comma, with pleasure, Artha, money, and Dharma purpose, and being happy without them. Now, moksha is the highest goal and the greatest challenge. Through our pursuit of knowledge and living in tune with our true nature, mother nature, and living in a way that is of benefit to the collective consciousness, we gain freedom from the attachments that hold us back. Kama, Artha, and Dharma are secondary to the goal of moksha. However, The journey is to achieve Kama, Artha, and Dharma so that we have a solid foundation with which to achieve moksha or liberation. Our health is of paramount importance in order to pursue this journey and to achieve each of the goals. We are fortunate that we have the teachings of Ayurveda and yoga to help give us the knowledge, support, and guidance on this journey. And this journey really starts with the self-study, but it's important that it doesn't stall there and become egocentric. So we talked a lot about the little ego here with these four goals of life, and it's a big part of the journey of the four goals. And as Eckhart Tolle says in The New New Earth, whenever you allow a moment to be as it is, you dissolve the ego. Because the ego cannot survive in the present moment. The ego makes the past, the future more important than the present moment. If we can be present and accept the present moment for what it is, rather than allowing it to cause a stress or wanting to be something else, this is where we find contentment and remove the hold of the little ego. So, Ayurveda and yoga, of course, can help us with this present moment awareness, but it definitely is a journey and I believe that the journey has to start with the self-study and it's also important that it doesn't become egocentric. So I think if you're starting out in the journey, the great steps to take are understanding your unique constitution or your unique mind-body type, understanding your signs of aggravation, then focusing on bringing your body and mind back. Into balance and implementing daily self-care practices or Dinacharya to help you maintain this balance and prevent the disease that we're talking about, which is Ayurveda's goal for us, and then once you bring your body and mind into balance, you'll have more capacity and more awareness to look at the bigger picture of life. Now that your doshas are in balance and you're educated on how to take care of yourself, this is where you move out of that focus on the self and start to see the bigger picture and also start to see your role in the bigger picture of things. You now have the energy to do that because you're not depleted by your physical or mental imbalances. So once you're in balance, then it's time to take a review of your life situation to look around you. And as I said earlier, you know, to look at how you're living your life and what and who are in your life. Are you you living a life that supports where you want to be? Are you being of service? Are you playing an active part in making this world a better place? So once we're in balance, I believe then we can start to go on the journey through the four goals. And of course, being in balance and our health will support us on that journey because we have greater clarity and greater awareness. So finding support, finding like-minded people to help support you on this journey is important. Now, I do believe that my service is helping people at the start of this journey. I can't help you with a little ego as I'm still working on that daily myself, constantly checking myself when it arises. However, I have gone through the self-study and balancing my doshas and the Ayurvedic education where I feel that I can be helpful and support people with finding balance, educating and empowering people on their unique mind-body type and how to implement daily self-care practices to keep your body and mind in balance and prevent disease so that they can thrive and also discover their true nature and continue on their journey to work on that little ego and to work on the four goals of life and to thrive in life. So... I hope that didn't come across with lots of little ego in it, but I do feel that I know where I'm helpful. And um, I do feel that that is a place that I can be helpful. If you need support, if you want support, I can be helpful in that way. Now, if you want support, I want to let you know about what I have coming up. I have, of course, online consults and cleanses and daily habits courses available throughout the year that you can do privately. But next week, on January 24th, 2020, I'm offering two group discounted programs, a group digestive reset cleanse and a group reset, restore, renew program. The digestive reset cleanse is tailored to you. It's an all natural, whole food, holistic cleanse, which not only includes recipes that are tailored to you, but also yoga, breath work, meditation, anything else I feel that you need to bring you in balance. And then the group reset, restore, renew program is a longer seven-week program that includes online consult, includes the cleanse, it includes a midpoint check-in, it includes the 28-day daily habits course, and it ends with another consultation to talk about going forward. So you can check out all those details in the show notes or visit my website, elementshealingandwellbeing.com. Go to the event's tab and you'll find all the information there. And like I said, if those dates don't work for you, then you can take them privately at any time throughout the year. So I hope this was helpful. Please let me know your thoughts, your feedback over on the Elements of Ayurveda podcast Facebook group. I'll put a link in the show notes. And if you feel this episode will be beneficial to any of your friends or family, please share it. And until next time, take good care of yourself, be well, and ciao for now. Thank you.